as you probably discovered, um, I don't get many words in. <laughs> um, so it's lovely to have this opportunity to say something. <laughs> and it's great to be with you this morning. I always say to folk, um, Kath's, Kath's the teacher. Um, I'm, I'm a preacher. I'm an evangelist at heart. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the guy that will walk around Strawberry Field and people always go, Al, you always got coffee in your hand? And uh, I walk around and I go, hey, how's it going? What's happening? Um, sometimes sit down with people, have a chat, and I just realize he's a reading glass. I can't see a thing in front of me. Uh, you're all a bit blurred. Um, but I'm at that age where if I don't wear them, I can't see what I'm reading either. But yeah, that's my heart. And uh, um, as soon as uh, Sam said, have you got slides? I'm thinking, no, Kat does the slides. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just stand and, and, and tell you what I, I think God is saying through this parable um, this morning. And uh, I always think it's a good place to start. Um, just before this, there's this, this persistent prayer idea, you know, pray pers pr uh, persistently. And, and here we come on to the topic of humility um, as two people engage in prayer. And the Collins Dictionary says someone about humility, someone who has humility is not proud and does not believe they are better than other people. That's humility. Someone who... who uh, does not believe they are proud or better than other people. Do you remember the song? Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. Yeah, there we go. Do you want to sing it? No. Okay, we won't. We won't sing it. But it, it, it's. It's a, a song, and, and it goes on and it says, when I look in the mirror, you know, I'm perfect in every way, you know. Uh, that's not me. Um, although I still look in the mirror, and when I look in the mirror, I still think I'm 20. Anybody else do that? Yeah. No? Yeah. Okay, you look at yourself and you think, wow, Al, you're holding up well, mate. And then you see your photograph on the screen, and you suddenly think, no, you're not. Um, and then you're thinking, what are people thinking? Um, but yeah. There you go. The parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. I was drawn to that song because uh, very often we, we, we go to the things that we're familiar with. And uh, I, I kind of, that song's been with me for a, a good few years now. I'm 56 years How old am I? 56. <laughs> Uh, 56 years old, um, but I'd heard it years ago, um, and and I remember, I I the first time I heard it was in my uncle's car in Port Elizabeth, and we're driving, and I I can't have been more than about 14. Uh, we've gone on holiday, and he and he was playing that on his, um, what uh, what were those cassettes? No, it wasn't cassette players. It was the track eight or eight track. Um, machine in, in his car and uh, he was listening to country and western and I, and I remember that song oh lord it's hard to be humble um, and, and sometimes we come back to that don't we we get to a point where it is hard to be humble and, and I make no bones about it sometimes I lack humility and I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand this morning and say during this past week have you demonstrated a lack of humility 
as you've been at work or you've lived with your neighbors or you've been associated with any other groups that you've, you've come into contact with? Have you been humble in every situation and on every occasion this week? Don't raise your hands. Don't, don't go there. Because I haven't. And, uh, and, and this whole week I've been thinking about this parable and I kept thinking, Lord, please, why didn't Sam let me choose my own passage for this morning? Uh, but there must have been a reason for that. And it starts up and says, to some, to some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else. And this morning, the, the same parable goes out this morning, to some, Jesus wasn't saying to everybody here, this is the story. You, you, you're behaving like a Pharisee or you're behaving like a tax collector. It's to some. And so this morning I simply say, as you listen, as we've come to worship, what is God saying to you today about humility? Maybe about your prayer life. I don't know. Two men went up to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and he said this, he said, God, I thank you that I'm not like other people. And I, and I, I said to Sam this morning, I, had, I, I do doodling. Um, and I do, in a lot of meetings, I sit doodling. But the other day I was just doodling and, and, and I thought about the parable. And the one, I started this picture and the, 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 the tax collector was kneeling, kneeling with his hands like that and looking up. And, the, and I drew the, the Pharisee, and the Pharisee was like that. Not looking up. Looking out. And I think that's the first pitfall. Is when we fail to look up. He stood by himself, this tax collector. He stood, he stood at a distance almost too ashamed and in my head I had the Pharisee standing right up at the front going look at me okay I'm entitled I'm entitled to be here that's the impression I got whereas the Pharisee the tax collector was standing at the back almost too too embarrassed too ashamed I'm, I'm not worthy of being at the altar I'm not worthy of being at being at the place of the mercy seat that's, that's just not me. I heard somebody say once that at the foot of the cross, the ground is level. At the foot of the cross, the ground is level. doesn't matter who we are, what background we come from. At the foot of the cross, the ground is level. And we have these two, these two characters come. And he says, the Pharisee says, you know, I'm, I'm not like other people, he says. The robber, the evildoer, the, the adulterers, or even like him, the tax collector. I'm not like him. In fact, he says, don't you know, I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of my income. I, I, I give that. That's what I give. You know, look at me, God. Look at, look, look at me. Whereas the, the tax collector is not saying that. 
He's looking at God. His eyes are raised. The Pharisees looking around and not up. And, and as I was going through this passage, I suddenly thought, you know, the Pharisee, he trusted in, in his religion. That's my impression, his religion to save him. He trusted in his own character to save him. He trusted in his rules and his rituals to save him. He trusted in his good deeds to save him. And we know in Acts 4.12 it says, Salvation is found in no one else other than God himself. That's where it comes from. We can't do anything that will save us. God does that. Through Jesus' death on the cross. And then the tax collector. He knew he was lost. Isn't that a good starting point? That's a great starting point. I know I'm lost. The Pharisee thinks <laughs> he's made it. The tax collector says, I'm lost. I need someone. I need something to come into my life and save me. And he looks up. He's not looking left or right. He's not doing that. He's not comparing what, what, what his life is about. And I don't know about you, but uh, do you find yourself being a tax collector or a Pharisee when you come before God and pray? I do. Even this week. I remember college um, when we got news about Lauren being having Down syndrome potentially and um, we were told Lauren would, would die um, shortly after birth or even during the pregnancy. And uh, we were at college, training college of all places, um, training to be ministers of religion. And I remember... I remember praying, God, what are you doing? Don't you see what I've given up? Don't you, don't you get it? I've given up everything to follow you. And I remember saying, I know drug addicts, I know alcoholics, I know people that don't want children, and their kids are perfect. That, it's all... I was a Pharisee. God, look at me. What was I doing? I was looking around. That's what I was doing. I was looking around. I was comparing. I was comparing. And it wasn't until their eyes were raised <laughs> and I stopped looking around that I realized it's not God. God has done that to me. God hasn't done that. And why am I comparing myself to someone else? But but that's life. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. Or sometimes what happens when the going gets tough, we start looking around, don't we? I've done it this week. God, what are you doing? Look at... Look. I don't need to tell God to look. We know already. He's got the big picture, hasn't he? He's got the big picture. The tax collector. He looks up. 
And when God's light shone into his life, he recognized the sin in his life. He knew. He knew he needed something more. When he looked up and he opened his mouth, he immediately pleaded for mercy. There was no comparison. You know, it wasn't compare the market.com. Um, is this going out live? Um, is this going out? Is that free advertising? <laughs> You're going to have to edit that. <laughs> um, but that's what happens in the Christian faith sometimes. It's like comparethemarket.com. We compare ourselves to other people instead of comparing ourselves to the benchmark set by Jesus himself. And this tax collector was, wasn't comparing anything. He simply said, God, I need you. That's what I need. I need you. I'm a sinner. The other thing about the tax collector was he wanted to be saved from who he was to what God he wanted he knew God wanted him to be. Kind of an all-round acknowledgement for the need of God. And I wonder how we approach God in prayer. Just a few moments. How do we approach God in our prayers? Are we the Pharisee or are we the tax collector? How do we come before God on those moments, in those moments of worship? Do we come like the Pharisee and we say, you know what, I'm entitled. You know, I've, I've been in this church for years, so this is my church. Or do we come and we say, I'm unworthy. I'm unworthy. And I simply come to worship today for more. So I can raise my eyes heavenward and say, God, please have mercy. And I'm not suggesting for one minute we, we, we bang on our breasts and we, we slam the chest and we do all that. We don't have to do that. It's simply an acknowledgement of a need for God. That's humility. That's coming before an all-powerful, almighty God. That we simply say, here I am. And I stand before you today. Talking about Strawberry Field and uh, prayer. Um, on Friday I happened to uh, go and get a coffee. <laughs> and I was coming back down the, um, the corridor. And I, I looked down into the well area. And Val and John will know this, the prayer space well. And, uh, and I saw a trainee standing in the doorway. And then I thought to myself, oh, maybe they're using that for craft and, you know, um, the, the arts and craft. And I kind of did a bit of a, a look down. And I thought, no, there are three people sitting in there. They just looked like they were relaxing. So I went off downstairs, coffee in hand, and, uh, and I walked in. I said, oh, it's lovely to see you all. And, uh, and we started chatting. And they said, yeah, we do. We, 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 saw this, we saw this space and we thought we'd come and sit here in, and, and just enjoy the silence. So that's great. I'm sorry to disrupt that. <laughs> um, but we started talking. And, and right at the end, I just said to them, now normally, pre-COVID, everything's pre-COVID now, isn't it? You know, it's like <laughs> everything you do is pre-COVID. You know, pre-COVID we used to. Um, and I said, pre-COVID, Every day we would come and uh, have a meditation. And we would sit at 12 o'clock and look at the song Imagine, listen to the song, 
And then we'd simply invite people to imagine peace in their life, peace in their hearts, peace in their family, and peace in the world. Simple, isn't it? Okay? And then we'd say, and then we'd pray. We, we, we talked about everything in this room. We talked about Cape Town. We talked, there were all three teachers. Um, the bad teaching, the, the good teaching, the bad kids, the good kids. <laughs> you know, we, we covered everything. And then we, we kind of I drew the conversation to this, this, this space. And the lady said, well, I assume you are going to pray with us now then. <laughs> I said, I'd love to pray. Unbeknown to me, the other person sitting there looked a bit their friend. And her friend looked over and said, Joan, he's going to pray with us now. That's okay, isn't it? And I thought, oh, that's interesting. And Joan said, yes. And so we prayed. In a month's life, I was caught up in something. Something says, I'll go downstairs to the prayer space. We talk about life and experience and countries and the world and everything else. And then somebody says, I am assuming you're going to pray with us now. Short, short prayer. And interesting enough, John, when you said this morning, how do we box God up? And I think, yeah, is an example. The Pharisee had boxed God up. That's what happened. The Pharisee had said, I know the rules. I know the rituals. I know how to conduct myself. I know how to be. I know how to behave. And the tax collector comes in and says, God, I haven't boxed you up. I haven't boxed you up. I just need you to do something in my life. Humility at its best. I'm going to conclude with uh, my sister. Is a lot. I don't know how old is Catherine or younger? How old? Uh, how younger than she? Forty-one. So what's that? She's a lot younger than me, uh, but she leads worship in a church um, in Johannesburg, and uh, she she'd gone through a lot of stuff in her life. And uh, came over to Britain. Uh, she, lo- she survived a year um, of working, yeah, but every month I think she had the flu. Um, and then eventually she said, Al, I can't take this weather anymore. I have to go back to the sun and, and, and warmth. Um, so she went back home. But I remember coming down one day and I saw the, I just ho- happened to notice our quiet room. We had a, we had a, a, a quiet room, we called it the quiet room. Beautiful space, and the door was closed. And I thought, oh, maybe, maybe one of the kids in there. So I flung open the door, and my sister was in the middle of the floor, and she she was on all fours, and she had her head lowered. I'm going to demonstrate for you. Is this going to come? Okay. <laughs> so this was my sister. In, in prayer. Anyway, so I closed the door quietly, put it on the server. When she came out, I said, I said, um, what were you doing? And she said, well, I do that sometimes because, listen to this, because when you lower the head, you raise the heart. Isn't that good? 
When you lower the head, you raise the heart. The problem with the Pharisee was his head <laughs> was up there. The tax collector's heart was up there, not his head. And often I say to people, you know what's stopping you? You know what's stopping you from loving Jesus or acknowledging Jesus or God at work in your life? Is your head. That's what it is. Everything. Oh, life and questions and everything else. Everything else. And we'd often say to people, wouldn't we? It's the heart. Don't you open your heart? It happens. So this morning, when you pray, <laughs> lower the head, raise the heart. And this morning we're going to do that as uh, we pray together. And I know there's freedom in prayer. Kat came back and she said there's an immense freedom in prayer. But just where you are this morning, it may be that you want to stand and say, Hey, like the tax collector, I'm, I'm unworthy, but I'm standing here this morning. Because God, I want you to do something to my heart. Where are you this morning? Pharisee or tax collector? Are you prepared to humble yourself before an almighty God? And say, God, just do, do something in my life. Do it today. So if you want to stand while we pray, just as an acknowledgement this morning, that you want God to do something, you may want to accept Him for the first time and say, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And confess that this morning in God's presence, in, in the presence of company of fellow believers. You may want to do that. But it's just an open time of prayer before we have. Other young people will come in with balloons, won't they? Yeah, they'll come in, apparently. I'm hoping that's happened because it's on my order service. But we're going to pray this morning. And uh, I'm going to just leave it open for freedom of prayer. Just pray what's on your heart this morning. Forget about... Get the head out the way and open the heart. Thank you. Let's pray together. Stand. Sign this morning that you want to go.